and welcome to Drunk Mythology. I'm your co-host, Christian Madonna. And I am your co-host, Krista Hunsaker. And today we've got a special backyard cryptid. Mm-hmm. It's spring cleaning cryptids. Um, our last story was all lovey-dovey and happy endings, and I'm feeling creepy. Yeah, we're bringing it in with some March Maryland Monster Madness. Yeah, March Maryland Madness. Monster Madness. Madness Monster March Maryland. Yes. Mmm. Mm. Good. <laughs> it's a working title. Okay. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so last time we talked about a Maryland cryptid during our, like, very short cryptids across America, it was the Goatman. This time... Our two-state road <laughs> trip. We got... So far, so we far, went we're, one state over. And we're just right back at it. Yeah, we went back home and we're back in our backyard. Yep. And this time, we're talking about the Snallygaster. That's right. I can only say it like that, really. Snallygaster. Snallygaster. Oh, it sounds like a spell. Like a spell a wizard would cast. I cast Snallygaster. I play Snallygaster <laughs> in defense position. <laughs> You've acted in my trap card, the Snallygaster. <laughs> Suck it, Yugi. <laughs> so yeah, we're venturing back. To the Shadow Realm. To the Shadow Realm to do some more of the local myths around Maryland, you know? So, uh, Snallygaster territory really ain't that far away. Um, I mean, we're, we're, we're in Goatman land, but Snallygaster's not too far. No, he's right up in there. Yeah, we got a lot of cryptids here. We really do. This is a cryptid hotbed of activity. It's cryptid country. Yeah. <laughs> Some parts of America is God's country, but this ain't. This is cryptid country. Yeah, cryptids are here. So, uh, to understand the Snallygaster, we gotta go way back. How far back? 111 years ago. That's not that far. That's pretty old for a uh, cryptid. I guess. What are they? What are those medieval Bigfoot sightings? Well, I mean, technically, isn't Nessie like a dinosaur? Well, 65 million years back. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, so 111 years ago, February 12th, 1909. Very rarely do you have a date for a first sighting. That's true. Well, First date. Well, actually, no, a lot of times, <laughs> a lot of times you do. Times you do. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Very rarely do we not. As you said, cryptids are very recent in the time of newspapers. Literally, Goldman, <laughs> Mothman, all, Bigfoot, all, all these ones. Like, when we do an episode, we're going to have a date of first sighting. Mm -hmm. It's a first date. First sighting. All right, so the small town newspaper called the Middletown Valley Register was running uh, inappropriate, but truthfully, for the times, not that inaccurate headline. Uh, the colored people are in great danger. And in Ooh, 1909, in America, yeah, they kind of, they were. Oof. Yeah, this is bad times. And the article told the death, well, told the story of the death of Bill Gifferson. An African-American man who was killed by a huge flying beast. They called the Snallygaster. Ooh. Yeah, the story really laid out the gruesome details. You, uh, you know, you wouldn't get it if they didn't have, so, like, they had eyewitness accounts. Was but, it just like a flying mothman type of creature or dragon or something? Because that's what a Snallygaster sounds like to me. is like some sort of, like, large lizard-like gerrymander. <laughs> Yeah, basically it is a gerrymandered dragon. Maryland's a very gerrymandered state. So the the, the the gruesome details of this flying beast. It had a tremendous wingspan, razor-sharp bill, steel-like claws, and a single eye in the middle of its head. Wait, it was a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater? 
Well, fuck. So far, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hor- horns was the next description. Yeah. Oh well, it sure mm-hmm. looks great to me. Uh, and it was a twenty foot tail. And most horrific of all, though, it's not what you saw, but what you heard, which was an ear shattering screech. Or an eagle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this good is good audio. This noctur- yeah, that's this whole show's great audio. I don't know what you're talking about. This is nocturnal vampire devil, as they also refer to it. Ooh. Yeah, vampire devil. Vampire devil. Why have a vampire? Why have a devil? Why not both? Why not both? What happens when you get a vampire and a devil together? Vampire. Snallygaster. Yeah. So it was attacking and drinking the blood of African American men, specifically according to the story. But the news- type. Yeah. A blood type. <laughs> but the newspaper also led in with a letter penned by an Ohio man, a distant cousin to the Florida man. <laughs> we know him well. Yeah. T.C. Harbaugh. Harbaugh? Oh, he has a name. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ohio man. T.C. Harbaugh. 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 Was a witness to the events. Can I get a witness? You can. And Eating if- some peeps. <laughs> The newspaper also claimed that the federal government had dispatched troops to fight the beast and oh. that the Smithsonian Institution was sending researchers and wanted live samples. Oh, yeah. If you go to Smithsonian Castle now, the one that nobody visits because they're like, what? There's it's, a castle? It's mostly Smithsonian offices. Yeah, but it also has the Snallygaster. Go yeah, look. He's in there. And if they say, and if you go there and you're like, where's the Snallygaster? And they say, what Snallygaster? That's the secret code. You got to be careful. You got to be like exactly, and then wink at the guard really obviously, and then they take you in the back and show you the Snallygaster skeleton. It works. Trust me, I've done it. They feed you to him. Mm-hmm. But he's dead, it's, it's so like you the, slide right Wait, it's him. like the pit in um in Star Wars where it just, like, shoots you down, and then, oh, and then yeah. there's a caretaker at the Smithsonian that actually raised it from, like, its little baby stage, and then you, then you kill it by dropping the door on it, and he's like, no! Yeah, they do They do have you fight it in the cave. I hope you have the force with you. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to win, by cheating. Yeah. Magical cheating. So, even more remarkable than all of whatever we just described was that it said that President Theodore Roosevelt had considered postpone, postponing a very famous African safari trip with his son Kermit, yes, his son Kermit, in order to... Teddy and Kermit, what can you say? <gasps> Muppets! Whoa! <laughs> Forget it, guys. I blew this case wide open. We're not talking about Muppets for the next 20 we're, minutes. We're talking about Muppets for the next 20 minutes. Muppet conspiracies. <laughs> Muppets take Snallygaster. Uh, so, yeah, in order to venture to the more dangerous Maryland and hunt for Snallygaster. The most dangerous game. Yeah. He would totally be part of the Epicurean Society that's like, I'm going to eat, like, a phoenix and a mermaid just because just I can. Because it is the ultimate quarry and I am about... <laughs> Hunting that which cannot be hunted. Yeah, he's one one stone's throw away from most dangerous game. Oh my, why? That's why he joined the Spanish American War. <laughs> so from February to July of 1909, the Register published Snelly Gas sightings up and down the area. And the Register is this newspaper, yeah. The, the Middletown Valley Register. Gotcha, gotcha. Go on. Not, they meant like the National the, Register, the Cash Register. Oh. Uh, no, the Middletown Valley Register published Snelly Gas sightings up and down the area. Spotted be, being spotted as far as West Virginia. So far away. So we far. We know. We went on that road trip. So <laughs> far So far away. <laughs> and in counties all across Central and Western Maryland, you know, a really widespread area. Snallygaster territory is small. <laughs> for a fly, it's no Bigfoot. For a 20-foot flying, 20-foot tailed flying beast. Yeah, a little bit. It's all tail is the funny thing. All tail and beak. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. <laughs> well, I know. That would just be a big flying snake, and that could still be pretty, pretty Oh, that'd be terrifying. I mean, that's Quetzalcoatl as well, yeah, though, yeah? that's pretty great. Um, so the beast... The beast... Uh, the beast! Gained strength with more notoriety. Every time it was reported on, it just got, like... It was like a it's mafia like telephone. Oh. Um, like, say his name. You gave, you gave him strength. Well, no, it's like telling he who the, shall not be named. Telling Christian. the story, and you forgot all the details, so you like said the ones you could remember and made up a few of your own. Oh, it's cryptid telephone. And so every time that it was reported on, he got new powers. So now he's bulletproof. Stop talking about him. You're making him stronger. And able to suck whole legs dry. No. <laughs> he's like that kid on the playground. That's like I have all of your powers and then some. Right, and you're you're like, oh, I just I just have this one power, but it's cool because it's my own. And the other kid's like, I have all the powers of Superman and that power, and it's stronger than yours. You yeah. dick. Yeah, that's exactly. You all knew these kids on you, the playground. You knew this. Hopefully, you weren't them, but we all knew them. You knew these fucking kids, and you know what? This kid is some person's boss right now. Yeah, <laughs> doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so Snallygaster gets more powerful and gets more stuff, the and more gets paid talk more about. than you. <laughs> It makes the decisions on the company, yeah. <laughs> so other papers begin to carry the story. It's not just the Middletown Valley Register. Oh, thank God. It's, it's all all sorts of folks. Uh, Snallagaster, uh, local crypto hysteria, is on the move. Uh, the whole of Maryland was captured and, and raptured in local crypto hysteria, each one offering their own facts and accounts, and even declaring Snallagaster Hyde to be extremely valuable for its use to polish punkle shells, which are not real. But it's also strange that, like, this hide is not valuable because it is bulletproof. Like, that's, it, that was added, you know, and it seems like that would... It seems like that's a more valuable purpose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, also, like, <laughs> polishing these made-up shells, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, used to polish punker shells, not real, by the Africans of Umbopaland, which you haven't heard of because it's also not a real place. <laughs> uh, both this is, this incredibly is... fake, but, uh, you know what, uh, like the Snallygasser. Uh, the fever was spreading fast. Two more major sightings in 1909 we want to talk about. So, uh, the Snallygaster laid an egg. You heard it here, folks. Snallygaster is a mommy. Oh. Laid a big old yellow barrel-sized egg somewhere in Gaithland State Park. You want to go look for it? It's probably not there because it hatched. Been 111 years. Be realistic. Well, how, like, how long do they live? 25 years. Snallygaster lives about 25 years. It's like the average human person's hopes and dreams. And, um... They died before 27, actually. That's, that's kind of... <laughs> the bright star burns bright very quickly. Yeah, you know. It's, it's a quarter-life crisis, except it's the end of its life. <laughs> it's the end of life crisis, really, then. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the incubation of the uh, period of a Snallygaster is about 25 years, too. So it's a very... Oh, it's very convenient. It's a very conveniently cyclical thing. And, um... This happened in 1909, and there was one more sighting beyond, like, the the egg laying, which they never found the egg, so I guess it hatched. Um, but they did find, find the egg because they reported on it. I don't know. Made the world's giantest omelet. They were like, oh man, this, this egg's so big, we gotta report on it, we'll come back for it. And then it was gone. Maybe that. Maybe that. So uh, the last one was a fight. It was a fight with the <laughs> Snallygaster. Three men duped it out. The fire-breathing. Get this? It breathes fire now. Fire-breathing Snallygaster that was eating coal. Oh, no, also it's eats coal. It's getting that's stronger. It, that's how it feels, the fire. At the Emmitsburg train station. That's actually a really cool, like, dragon um, mechanic where it's like, oh, it breathes fire because it eats coal. That is cool. And, like, that's cool. Like, imagine, like, it, it attacks a coal mine and this is now its horde and this is where you fight the dragon. That, oh, that'd be a cool setting to fight the dragon, that, too. Yeah. Like, the, the steam and the machines are still going. And it's, it's like the end of um, Hobbit 2. very, yeah, that's... 
That's good. Smelton. Smelton Snellygaster. We'll remember that. All right, so... Snellygaster. <laughs> so, by July 1909, the sightings had ceased. Like the mythical phoenix, the legends burnt out. Wait, if it's eating coal, does that make it a Snellygaster? <laughs> yeah. So, about 25-ish years later, guess who's back? Back again. Snelly's back. Tell all friends. Telling you here now is November 11th, 1932. It's the height of the Depression. Prohibition. And we're about to have another Roosevelt in the office. It's actually the Roosevelt, I think, that makes it. You don't have Snallygasters without Roosevelt. Conspiracy. Snallygaster conspiracy. Roosevelt's are here to fight the Snallygasters. So, Marylanders at the Middletown Valley Register were at it again. This time, Snallygaster was spotted on South Mountain, which I don't know if it's a real place in Maryland, Tom. It's the South Mountain. If you think it's a South Mountain, it's the South Mountain. If you don't know which, you you don't know. If you have to ask, you don't know. The description got even wilder. I know. This this time... Beyond this... a one-horned, one-eyed, flying purple people eater that sucks lakes dry, drains you of blood, has a 20-foot tail. Um, eats coal. Eats coal as fire-breathing, fire. is bulletproof. Yeah. Whose hide is incredibly valuable for polishing made-up shells in a made-up country. It has more? It... But wait, there's more. <laughs> this gigantic reptile-like bird has now has tentacles like an octopus and the ability to change color and size like some demonic flying octopus. <laughs> it's like in Jurassic Park. We made it scarier. <laughs> oh no, it's part cuttlefish. Those are actually... There's a lot of very powerful evolutionary traits. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, we're calling it Son of Snallygaster. Ooh. Ooh, that's that's like the Bride of Frankenstein, like VHS cover. Son of Snallygaster. Oh, yeah. Starring Peter Cushing. No, bigger, bigger B-movie, smaller stars. <laughs> <laughs> this one. Uh, attacked folks indiscriminately, but now I had a taste for Chickens, Children, and Moonshine. Ooh, the CCM. CCM, yes. You know the band. <laughs> Chickens, Children, and Moonshine, yeah. It's like a country music festival. That's a country music. It now has a taste for Kentucky. <laughs> so on on December second, nineteen thirty two, the Register reported that the Snallygasser was at it again with a hankering for illegal hooch. Oh, as this everyone one's an alcoholic. <laughs> as everyone had in nineteen thirty two. So there's an illicit distillery operation in Frogs Hollow. That's a made up place. That had attracted the alcoholic beast to fly in and get intoxicated by the fumes and crash right into the stills. He was already drunk on his way there. He was drinking and flying. It was a D. (laughs) It was a a F. It was a flying while intoxicated. It was a FWI. FWI. Yeah, a (laughs) fweet. Not not a Y. Uh, Yeah, as I said, FWI. Flying while intoxicated. FWI. Yeah, local Hagerstown Prohibition officer, which hopefully is no longer a title people have. I uh, want that title, if not. If it's up for grabs, let me know. I don't want to... On this show? Of all places? (laughs) That's why it's ironic. The Prohibition officer's the one running the whole operation. It's a sting operation. The Snallygaster was working undercover. All right, so Prohibition officer George T. Danforth. That's a big name. Sheriff Deputy Charles E. Cush. That right. could be real. That was, okay, that... 
Danforth is definitely a fake name. Kush could be real. <laughs> you're right. You're right. The prohibition has changed, and now Sheriff's Deputy Charlie Kush. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Arrived to investigate and found the scorched remains of a giant drunken snallygaster crashed into the vats of Lion Mash. Danforth and Kush. Oh, Kushwa. Or Kush. I don't know. It's probably Kush. I feel like Kushwa is a stranger name. Danforth and Kushwa. Reported, <laughs> reportedly blazed Kushwa now, guys. 500 pounds of dynamite. Quarter ton. How did they carry that? In the police cars? Up the mountain? On their backs. You know what's the worst part? The Snallygaster was carrying it. Oh, yeah. Conveniently <laughs> placed 500 pounds of dynamite. It was eating it. It was saving it. <laughs> So they blazed 500 pounds of dynamite and blew the shit out of the Snallygaster and its dragon horde of uh, legal moonshine. I think this is just a moonshine sting operation and they just blew up a moonshine factory. I think it was a Snallygaster sting operation and the moonshine factory was an unfortunate bystander. Oh, but the Snallygaster got away is the worst part. It's a cover-up. Snallygaster is the one running the whole thing. He's behind. He's he's pulling the strings. He's a puppet master Snallygaster. I like it. There's a, there's a house in Maryland. There's a house in they the middle call of the street. Snallygaster's Run, and it's a speakeasy. That'd be good. That's a, that's a good name. That's really cool. Why have we not been there? No, I literally just made it up. Oh. But it sounds really cool, and we should make it. I believed you. Like the stories, I believed you. No, I, I just came up with it. It's a brilliant idea. It would be... It's a brilliant idea. I, I know. We should do it. It's great. There should be a speakeasy named out named for the Snallygaster, especially And we here. only serve moonshine and coal. Oh, hell yeah. That's it. All right. So that was the last we'd heard of Snallygaster for a while. I've um, severed the 25-year cycle, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, 20, 25-ish. <laughs> it's so. all falling apart. <laughs> so picked up uh, by news, you know, I mean, really, Snallygaster, Snallygaster was down, but the uh, mythos, the fervor was uh, still alive and being picked up by newspapers all over, including the Baltimore Sun, a reputable post in the late 1940s. Now, usually if local cows were found dead, you know, you'd blame it on the goat man, the dwayo, or Bigfoot. We have no shortage of cryptids here. We have a Bigfoot here? Of course this is Bigfoot territory. This is just all cryptid territory. And a dwayo? What even is that? Dwayo is going to be a future episode someday. Oh. It's another cryptid local to Maryland. Exciting. Yeah, this really is a cryptid zone. Call it, Buffy. It really is. But there's a hell gate around here somewhere. Oh yeah, there's, there's definitely a portal to hell around here. Um Yeah, so the newspapers will let uh, you know, local cows found dead. Snallygaster? Question mark? All time. <laughs> that was the number two headline. <laughs> yeah. That and, you know, whatever the actual news of the nineteen late nineteen forties. Atomic bomb dropped. Snallygaster? Question mark? <laughs> Recession. Yay or nay? Nay, we're about to go into the Pax Americana. So, <laughs> 1950s and 60s, Pax Americana. Mm. The Snallygaster was reported again with a new description. Ooh. However, this what time, else has been it was more bear and or gorilla-like. To son of a sailor man. And son, didn't, son of a snally man. And didn't fly. So, this is no snally, this is not a Snallygaster to me. Maybe a cousin. Wait, a bear or a goat and doesn't fly. No, bear or gorilla. Gorilla, bear, sorry. Bear goat is probably closer to goat man. This <laughs> yeah, is, right. This is more bear-rilla. <laughs> Barilla, the pasta company? This is more Barilla pasta. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Bear-rilla. Bear-rilla. 
<laughs> However, these sightings were in counties that had never previously reported Snallygaster events, including Rockville in Montgomery County. Oh, that's a side of Snallygaster territory. Yeah, right outside of Washington, D.C., Montgomery County. It's where Bethesda and Rockville is. Moco. It's a, it's a rich place. Uh, and that... Rich in Snallygasters, apparently. Apparently in the 50s and 60s, is rich in Snallygasters. So, uh, that was about the last time... You know, the really, we, we heard about Snallygaster. In the 50s. And the 60s. Which means... We're overdue for a Snallygaster. Yeah, we missed it in the 80s. And if we ha- if we missed it in the 80s, and we need it in the 2010s, and really the 2035. Yeah. No, wait, no. Because it's 25 years, 100 years from 1909 is... No, yeah, the 2010s. So, so about halfway through the 2020s, we're going to hit a Snallygaster forever. Or, we're already living in the Snallygaster times, because Snallygaster is, as you might guess it, this fun local cryptid here in Maryland, is just a big sham. It's a big sham! It's a total sham. The whole thing... <laughs> the sham wow. <laughs> the whole thing is really quite made up. Uh, fake news. That was like really early fake news, too. It's li- it is fake... It's like the moon hoax. ...stories from the... Don't even talk about it like that. No, there was one in like the moon is 18... the moon is real. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that's like the moon landing never happened. No, the no. moon the moon is real, Krista. I believe you. No, there's this thing in like 1890s that was this fake moon hoax. Look it up. It, it happened, and the date's probably totally wrong. It's probably way earlier. I don't know. I don't have any research in front of me. I'm just guessing. Telling you all here, the moon is real. It's made of cheese. Don't let him lie to you. Dark side of the moon. That's where transformers are. Well, no. Uh, of the other ones. Decepticons. That's what Decepticons are. That's Decepticon territory. Being fake news, as it were, at this point, entered in, into the annals of history, we would more so consider this urban legend as fake lore. Fake lore? Fake lore. That's all lore. <laughs> so starting back in 1909, with these reports, a hoax crafted by, you guessed it, the Middletown Valley Register... Editor, George C. Roderick, and reporter, Ralph S. Wolf. That's right. I've got names, and I'm calling them out. (laughs) We got names, we got dates, we got places. The letters from the Ohio man and witness, T.C. Harbo. Harbo. I don't harp, harper. Harbo. Well, it's convenient that they kept the T.C. under wraps, because that meant the con man. Written by none other than local prominent author born in Middletown, Maryland, and not Ohio, Thomas Chalmers Harbaugh. Wow, it's still T.C. Harbaugh. Yeah, that's actually just his name. Yeah, it literally (laughs) is like... He didn't even try. Ohio man, don't you mean local hometown hero and famous prominent author Thomas Chalmers Harbaugh? It's like Obi... Who's close friends with Roderick and the Register? It's like Obi-Wan Kenobi, and it's like, oh, do you mean old Ben Kenobi? Oh, yeah, that guy. Different people, right? Totally different. T.C. Harbrook, Thomas Charles Harbrook, whatever the fuck Chalmers. it was. Chalmers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. The only Charles in this one's Charlie Cush. Which could be fake. <laughs> or Which could be real. Which is definitely a fake man <laughs> in a fake story. So, in fact... Living that cushy life. <laughs> the stories of the Snallygaster were linked to the evils of the day. In 1909, when they said that colored people in Maryland were in great danger, that was right. Democrats had regained control of Maryland in 1900 on a white supremacist platform 
Because, you know, that's what Democrats used to be all, be all about. History! Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And there were three separate attempts, I found it now, to disenfranchise black votes. The Poe Amendment from 1905, Strauss Amendment 1908-09, and the Diggs Amendment 1910-11. All three times, Maryland Democrats were trying to curtail the ratification of the 15th Amendment of the United States Constitution, which gives every man the right to vote. Did not give women the right to vote. Votes for women! 19th Amendment. And it was to disenfranchise black voters in the state with the use of a property requirement. It sounds a whole lot like goddamn Jim Crow laws because that is essentially what the amendments were. They were Jim Crow laws in the Jim Crow era. So that's what caused the Snallygaster to start harassing. Which is to say... In fact, the the art, you know, the the Snallygaster may have been a made up boogeyman to mon- to fear mongering, but truth be told, it was the, a reflection of its time. It was a reflection <laughs> of its time. It's the mirror pointed back at the populace. <laughs> exactly. Do not these stories and tales just cast a mirror back onto the societies and reflect upon them the great evils and fears of the day. So in 1932, what was the Snallygaster? The one that, like, was, you know, shine bright, you young diamond, burned out in in a drunken stupor. It was the evils of illegal hooch during Prohibition. Oh, you know, I could have seen that, I guess. (laughs) Should have made that. Should have made that connection. So yeah, in both times, it was a reflection of the times and the evils of the day. So aren't we all Snallygasters? So aren't we all... No, we're... Wait, no. Wait, no. We're, we're not... a reflection of the times. We're not... We're, no, the Snallygaster is a reflection of the evils of the day. We are not all Snallygasters. But yeah. So the original Snallygaster, original article, was a danger to the rights of African Americans, which was the several Jim Crow era amendments that were being proposed by fucking Democrats back then, before they switched. Thank you, Roosevelt, for switching them. Uh, the second one. The second one. Well, the first one was Republican. I was like, oh, that's back when they were good. All right, so, Snallygaster, speaking of all this politics, comes from Snallygaster. <laughs> and I thought I was saying it weird. Yeah, I'm sorry, Snallygaster is Snallygaster. Snallygaster. Which is a name thrown out at unscrupulous politicians without principles. You mean most of them. <laughs> oh, and even Snallygaster, the name, comes from the German Schnellgeister. Geister? We're learning German, but not yet. Schnellgeister for now, meaning quick spirits. Oh, that's cool. That's a cool name. That is actually very cool. Quick spirits. Quick I like spirits. That. Yes. Those are shots. So many, many of the motifs, the themes, the dragon-like descriptions... All reminiscent of German folklore tales brought to central Mer- Maryland by immigrants like the ancestors of good old Thomas Chalmer Harpoff. Oh yeah, you got a lot of dragons and slaying of dragons, especially in like Christian European uh, countries. Like George, Michael and George, George and all that good everyone's stuff. like, hey, our, our, our patron saint and our flag is uh, St. George. He Margaret. Slayed, he slayed the dragon and it's like, this had nothing to do with your history. He slayed the dragon. He's our patron saint because he got a dragon. It's the coolest one. I also would want a patron saint who's a dragon. Or, or a dragon slayer. Or a dragon. Or gets eaten by one. Margaret gets eaten by one. That's pretty cool. That's also cool. Um, right? Those are... <laughs> That's 
Those are the best saints. Oh, dragon my, saints. My favorite <laughs> saints are related. Are, are, their stories involve dragons. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, so all of this evidence for the hoax of smiley gases, though, even with all of it, even with knowing that it was the fabrication of a publication uh, by an author and the editors and really just kind of having a fun, having fun. It's real, though, in the hearts and minds of Maryland, Marylanders. You know, it's, Snally Gasser, to us, he's real. He's real in our hearts and minds in Maryland. You know, he's, he's, he's our boogeyman. Yeah. He's our one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people leader who's also a, a barilla, um, who is, um, bulletproof. But, but he's not the Dwayne, yeah. the Bigfoot, the goat man, and others. Can eat coal and breathe fire. I'm not done, Christian, please. Uh, drink an entire lake, um, have a priceless hide for polishing fake shells from a fake country, and, um... Loves chickens, children, and moonshine. Yeah, and is drunk all the time, and also, uh, can disguise itself by changing its form and color like some sort of deranged cuttlefish. Oh, and also has tentacles and a 20-foot tail. And a beak. That's our boogeyman. You can kick the shit out of your boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> like the kid on the playground as well. Yeah. <laughs> My superhero can totally kick the shit out of your superhero. Oh, what's yours? Blurry in pictures? <laughs> oh, ours too. <laughs> yeah. And, and also... a very clear description, as if we had a very clear cut picture of him. <laughs> that got muddled through the ages. So one one last story to end on. Uh, Snallygaster citing... Reported by Whitaker Chambers on June 22nd in 1953. This, this Snallygaster, this monster is terrorizing people all across the Washington, D.C. area. And in fact, spreading fear all across the country. This Snallygaster was named Joe McCarthy. Ha! What a twist! Now, Whitaker <laughs> Chambers was a big part of the McCarthy hearings, and that's, that, that's a myth for another time. There's a whole lot of stuff about that and former Soviet spy and all that. It's a really interesting story that maybe someday later. <laughs> the point is, he God, was the goddamn worst. right, Joe McCarthy. This is your house on American activities was a snollygoster, snallygaster, fear-mongering, unscrupulous politician. I don't think it was great to call him such. He was, that is a great, that is the best snallygaster. <laughs> That's the best sighting. Of all the descriptions, none of them are more terrifying than... McCarthy. <laughs> McCarthy. If you're interested in more Maryland myths... We gotta recommend the book we pulled most of our research from, like a lot of this Nalgaster research, was really done in part by this, and we're just kind of relaying it to you. Through and a funny, fun lens, like most of our stuff. Yeah, exactly. We're retelling the story, adding in extra facts and shit, just blurring, like everyone else. Blurring the lines between educational and absolute fabrication. None Nonsense. Nonsense. Nonsense, nonsense. So if you're interested in more, learning more about Maryland myths and cryptids and stories and other ghost stories and legends from this area, uh, you should check out the book Maryland Legends Folklore from the old line... Oh, that's... I read the wrong cadence. Maryland Legends, colon, Folklore from the Old Line State by Blank and Puglia. So they really did the bulk of the research for the story we just told you, and... Uh, just gotta give a special thanks to our, our friends who appeared on past episodes, the Moors, who gifted us this book on our state's awesome myths. And we found out, bang, this place is crawling with them. Yeah! Oh man, we got cryptids out the wazoo. Wazoo, yep. In cracks, under beds, in refrigerators maybe. They're everywhere. Just look. They're there. It's cryptid country. Cause it's cryptid country now. We got you running through the 
night. That's a terrifying sight. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you all. And if you guys have any local cryptids that you want us to talk about that's not in Maryland or West Virginia, because apparently it's as far as we go, including the Snallygaster territory. There's a lot of cryptids in this country, <laughs> but, you but know. Yeah, yeah, your favorite cryptid, maybe you have one that's, like, super cool and could totally beat up the Snallygaster. Maybe they've been Bring on it. Supernatural or something. Bring it. Oh, bring it. Bring us some our, cryptids. Our Snallygaster has those powers and more. All right, guys. Write to us soon, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye.